Hello, and welcome to the family at World Harvest Outreach. Thank you, Lord. What a beautiful time together, right? One, I love that, Charlie. That's something we need to remember. Yeah, we want to remember that this month. The uh, year of this year, 2023, our theme, if you will, you remember what it was? Like 3M, right? Manifest. Multiply was the end. How, what was the middle one, Jason? Major. Jason has it, right? Manifest, major, and multiply. So, and, and the manifest is basically just, what, who's Jesus in you? What has he deposited within you? What is the great I am in you? How does he want to express himself, herself, I can say that, right? We're talking about wisdom. In January, we talked about wisdom, and wisdom was referred to as a she. And wisdom, we read in the New Testament, Jesus is the wisdom of God. So the gender gets a little bit inclusive there, right? This month of February, we're going to look at measure. Measure. And that basically is just how are you interacting with what's with Jesus in you? How are you... Uh, how are you uh, progressing, if I can use that word? Are you, are you intentional about who you're carrying? If that makes sense, right? And the multiply is basically just like, okay, then share it. Go out and share, bring people into your orb of influence. So we're starting out here this first week of February. Uh, and we're going to look at measure this month, and we're going to look at goals. Okay, some people, that's a, like, some people are like, yes, I love goals. Other people are, I don't do goals, right? How many in here don't do goals? Okay, we got a couple in here, okay. I can relate, okay. Uh, because some people have like, why don't you do goals? I think they're hard to measure. They're hard to measure, okay. Ah, okay. Well, we can hopefully help with that today. Okay. But yeah, some people have just had a bad experience with goals. It's like, oh yeah, it's like New Year's resolutions. I set them and then I don't do them. So why disappoint myself? And, you know, I get, you know, I just forget it. And I can understand that. Okay. Uh, But I want to look at it today from the standpoint of like, does God have goals? First of all, let me start out by just giving us a, a uh, definition of goal, okay? For those of you that are wondering, what's a goal? We always hear the goal post or the goal at the end of an athletic field, okay? And that, that symbol that's vivid in our imagination when we think of that actually derives from the definition that a goal is an the object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or desired result. And that makes sense. If you're taking the ball down the field, you have a goal in mind, right? So that's the definition, this definition of goals. It is the object of a person's ambition or effort. In other words, what, what am I aiming at? That makes sense, right? My goal. Okay, so my question is, do you think God has goals? So how many would say, yes, I think God has goals? Raise your hand. Okay. How many would say, I really don't think God has goals? I think he's bigger than goals. Let me see your hand. It is tricky, isn't it, right? Yeah, okay, so there's, I don't, I think both answers are right. That's my perspective. I mean, I think of it like time. Okay, is God bound by time? Well, not really, right? He's bigger than time, right? But does he operate within the context of time? Well, sure he does, right? You know, Jesus even told his mother, you know, my time hasn't come yet. So he was, right? So I think it's that way with goals. I think God is bigger than goals. 
but yet I think he can operate within the context of that language of saying goal. And I think really, if we, if we take the definition of is God aiming at something, I think if we're using that, I think, I think God has goals. I really does. I really do, rather. Okay, well, yeah, we're going to talk about this. This is like, okay, Paul, you want to just, do you have a verse for that? This will, you'll go right here. Okay, we'll get, we'll get started. Maddie's going to help us, I think, right, Maddie? You, you still, you, you don't want to help now? You want to help? Oh, you don't want to? I said I'm not either, so we'll be cool. All right. Okay, so. What am I writing? Well, you're going to, like, okay, so. We're going to talk about right, goals right here. Oh, I can do that. How about God's goals, right? God, God's goals. Okay. We're, the first part we're going to look at, what's God's goal? So you think God has a goal? You're not sure. Okay. Who thinks God has a goal? Yes. What? Do you think God has a goal? Yeah. What do you think it is? Yeah. <laughs> you want to think on it a little bit. You can think on it a little bit. It's okay, we'll come back to you. Who thinks God has a goal? Come on, somebody in here. I said, who thinks God has goals? I saw several hands go in. Yes, Matt. Uh, to see his children reach their fulfillment. To see his children reach their fulfillment. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Just. Yeah, seriously. To, here, up here. Here, start here. Start here. Oh. Because we're going to try to you know, get a bunch up here. Okay. And big, you know, I like that size. That size, a good size. To see his children reach their fulfillment. T O S E E. I did okay in first and second. Mm -hmm. Reach their fulfillment. Reach, R E A. There you go. Oh, that's good, Maddie. I like that. You can see it, right, Matt? Good. Okay, see, good size, Maddie. Yes. Thank you. Okay, no, don't go away. You can sit down, but I mean, unless you want to stand there. Okay. To see his children reach their... Well, look at this. To see his children implies that he is our father. Does that sound like a good goal for a father to have for his children? Absolutely, Absolutely right? Yes, you got it. What do you think? God, you have one of God's, what's God's goal? Um, watch, watching the children have fun. <sighs> watching the children have fun. Dang, that's Put that up there. I can write, I can all you can words. do that. Thank you. Okay, hold with that, Jason. That's good. Just hang on with that. Maddie's writing this one. Watching his... Wait, you're correcting the first one. Oh, oh, oh okay. Okay. Cap, yeah. No, okay, we just hang on. Watching his children have fun. Listen, if you're a parent, do you like to see your children have fun? Why wouldn't God our Father want to see his children have fun. I, I think, I, right? Okay, Jason, what was yours? To help everybody get along and love one another, not to put each other down. Okay, no, wait, 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 you're going too fast. The first part, to help everyone. No, that's okay, Maddie's writing. She's starting to write right now. I like the way she's doing that. To help everyone, right? Get along. Oh. Now wait, 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 wait. No, it's okay, Jason. Just to help everyone get along. Was there a second part? I'm too. I'm Am I behind now? No, you're right up to speed. Okay. Was there a second part? To help everyone. To help each other. To help each other. To help. To, to get no, I think no, Jason. It's good. I think you said to help everyone get along and love each other, didn't you? Yeah. How about that, Maddie? Isn't that what you said, Jason? I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yes, 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 yes. And to help each other. Okay. 
we got help. Okay, he's helping, and to help each other, to love each other, love each other, and help each other. Yes. Can, and love and help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Love and help. Perfect. Okay. Look at this. Does that? That sounds like a good father, doesn't it? Yes. That really does. Sorry, okay. Okay, now, any more? Any more? I knew you guys had some. Any more? If, 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 does this seem like a, these seem like goals for God? Pardon me? Discipline. Discipline. Oh, she would bring that in, wouldn't she? <laughs> okay, you think God, one of God's goals is to what? Can you elaborate a little bit on that, Lisa? To discipline and guide his children in the right direction? I would submit to you that in order to, for him to see his children reach their fulfillment, maturity and discipline and all of those things fall on the fulfillment. So, Maddie, you don't have to write more stuff up there. We just expanded on, 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 on our concept of what fulfillment is. It's not just, I feel good, it's that you are productive and Yes, so that this can all be included in the word fulfillment. Amen. You just didn't want to see Maddie have to spell some words. She... I can't spell discipline. Uh, okay, so they didn't want to write this. That's what it comes down to, the spelling of discipline. Okay, yeah, but thank you. Okay, so we, did, you, did you hear what Ben said? Yeah. What did he say, Jason? Okay, so what I understood is that, that him, the maturity, go ahead, I'm sorry. I heard him, but i maturity. Yeah, maturity and discipline all is included in that word fulfillment. Those would be like a little subtext, right? Yes, this is like school now. Do you have any homework for The school of Jesus. Yes. Yes, we're all going to have homework. We're going to write our goals. Yeah. No, if you want to. Okay. Any others? Come on. We want it like. We I got a little bit of time. Okay. Yes, Pam. Um, for all of his children to accept Christ. For all of his yeah. children to accept Christ. Well, that could be a deep one, couldn't it? Okay. No, wait. Paul wants to refine it. Pam, hang on. It's pretty much the same thing. What do you What do you two think? What did you say exactly? Like, to, for his people to come to salvation. Okay, yeah. For his people to come to salvation. Okay, let's go for it. It does make sense in the context of Jesus because I have I have a verse for one okay. that goes with that. Actually, maybe we could. Ange, do you want to put up the uh, Hebrews uh, chapter one verses one and three? We'll just get a verse here, okay? Because this is one that I had. For all his people to come to salvation. We got some in there. I mean, Jesus said, I came to seek and save that which was lost, right? He said, I came. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father, right? So Jesus is God the Son. So Jesus had, by extension, Jesus seemed to operate in goals. Hang on a second, Paul. Look here. Let's, let's take a look at this uh, first couple verses from Hebrews, first three. And this is in the New American Standard, I think. God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers in the prophets in many portions and many ways, comma, in these last days has spoken to us in his capital S-O-N, in his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the world. And he is the radiance of his glory and the exact representation of his nature and upholds all things by the word of his power. When he had made purification of sins, there's that, Pam, right? That would be, once we come, become aware of that, that would lead us into salvation, right? 
he sat down once he and when he had made purification of sins he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high okay so you know this I see a lot in here what do you guys see any of God's goals in here Paul Yes, it is. But notice this. It says that he, that he, 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 he speaks now in his son. Okay. And who is the radiance of God? So does it, would it be a, a goal of God to express his, himself and his radiance in, through the son? Can we put that one up there? Because I think, and that will to express, to express. Oh, just go with express. His radiance. R a d i a a n c e. Good through. T-H-R-U, oh, I'm sorry, texting, through his son. Does that seem like a goal of, of God? Yes. Right? Yes. Mark, do you think that sounds like a goal of God? Right? Now, I, is, yes, Ben? Well, I don't know the goal, but if you want to... Uh, okay. I just want to, we'll go to yours in just a sec. I think it's interesting in that verse... In Hebrews that we just read that it didn't say he didn't say Jesus he said his son now, this is a little bit of a tangent just letting you in on my thinking but you know it says that we're in him right in him we move and have our being right so I think that verse in in Hebrews about expressing his radiance through the Son and, and actually speaking through the Son, yes, through Jesus and in Jesus, but now it also includes us if we are willing to go with the program. And that's where I want to go after we get a couple more, a few more of God's goals up here. Okay, Ben. Do you want to write that for Maddie? No, no I'm sorry, she got it. <laughs> Matthew 6, I like that, that he's got a verse, because, you know, we, originally I was seeing us attach or drive all of these from verses, but we're not going to take that long. 38. And this is about kingdom. Advance and build his kingdom. Advance and build his kingdom. And, yeah, and Jesus, you know, when asked how to pray, said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom comes. So definitely the kingdom is a goal of God, right? Now the goal is an aim or an object to which you're putting your energy. Are you with me? From that definition of goal, right? I mean, this here is, a, I think, a productive uh, exercise, which we could go on for a while with it, but I think we've... Well, I'll tell you what. Is there anyone that you're, you're burning to get just out? You say, like, I got a goal of God. I just thought of it. Now's your time. Any more? Yes. Okay, I think that was included in Pam's originally. Okay, but let's see. Okay, uh, to see his children reach their fulfillment, watching his children have fun, to help everyone get along and help each other. Okay, wait, no, wait, let's see. What, what did you say again, Sean? Draw all men unto him. To draw all men unto him. Yeah, 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 thank you. That's good. 
That's real good, right? Because a loving Heavenly Father would do that. He looked, he looked over, he said to Jerusalem, how often would I have gathered you to myself? Like what? A mother hen gather, gathers her chicks. But he said, basically, you don't want anything to do with it. Right? My loose interpretation of that scripture. You remember that one? So yes, God's, oh, that's a big God's goal, to gather, to draw all men unto him. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will what? Uh, draw all men unto me, which is amazing. Okay, any more? You got another one? Okay, one of God's goals. Wash away their sins. Wash away their sins. Wash away their sins. I mean, isn't God good, right? He, like... From early on, he's, I, you know, I know, he knew we were going to mess up. But he also knew he could do something about it because he wanted us in relationship. I mean, and this is right here to, okay, this would probably, when Ben said uh, under fulfillment, like the maturity and the discipline, et cetera. Uh, yeah, okay. So let's do this. If these are God's goals, don't you think it would make sense if we were going to make goals, that we would make goals that lined up with God's goals? Does that make sense? Is that reasonable? I mean, actually, it would be silly to make a goal outside of what God's goals were, wouldn't it? Because how could we really think that we were going to achieve that? Or we might achieve it, but it would be, it wouldn't be a complete goal. You know how goals work. Goals are, I think uh, Jordan Peterson uses the term nested. Like goals, you know what I mean? Goals are nested, goals are uh, sequential. Like I have a goal this afternoon to take a nap. Okay, I'm just letting you in, I'm just saying. Okay, now for that to happen, I have to fulfill some other goals first. Like stop a giant and get some things that my wife would like. Even though I was just a giant yesterday. Okay, but my goal is not, my end goal is not just the nap. Because see, my goal includes keeping my wife happy. Now, not that my wife is not gonna be happy if she doesn't get what the few items are, okay? But my goal is to, for us to work together and honor each other, okay? But that, that's not the end, why? Why? See, asking yourself, why am I doing this is a good thing. Like, let's say I'm making a goal and I'm like, let's say I'm a, oh, I was going to say a national leader. I don't know if I want to go here. I'll keep it general. Okay. Let's say I, I'm a national leader and I decided I was going to take something that really wasn't mine, but I wanted it. And so I just thought, I'm going to take it by force. And then I set in motion a whole bunch of sub-goals to try to fulfill my main goal. Does that make sense? Yeah. But do you think taking something that's not mine by force is one of God's goals? No. No, right. Now, I might succeed with that, to a point, okay, and history would show that that happened. But ultimately, it's not coming under the context of all the glory going to God, is it? At some point in time, it's gonna default, see? But in the, in the interim period, what it's doing is preventing us, uh, well, it's gonna prevent some people from having fun, for sure, but it's going to prevent us from being one. 
I think, can we put that goal up here? Because it, we said it, and it might have been included in something, that, that, we would, that we would all be one in God. I mean, Jesus said, he prayed to the Father, and he said that, that I pray that they would be one as you and I are one, that they would be one in us. So God is actually after universal oneness, if we can be so bold. But the way we're headed, we've got a lot of, you know, alternate goals going through. Now, I listened to an interesting uh, discussion not too long ago. I mentioned Jordan Peterson. I, mentioned, I, I listened to an interesting discussion with Jordan Peterson and Dr. Paul Kreeft, who's a, psych, a philosophy professor at Boston College, uh, author, you guys probably maybe have heard of him. Okay, and they were talking, you know, in their, in their discussion, they got into a little bit on goals, and I'm like, oh, that kind of caught my attention. This was a couple weeks ago, and I, I was thinking, we were talking about goals, doing goals in February, and uh, they talked about how a multiplicity of goals doesn't really ultimately work. And so, you know, you bring that into the classroom. The teacher has a goal, right? And all the students have goals. And their goals, a lot of times, don't line up with the teachers, right? I mean, you know, their goals to like have fun or, you know, right, Amber? You know, okay. So, so the, the, the ultimate uh, uh, success of that particular class is probably going to be less than desired. Are you with me? To the extent that everybody's like, okay, you know, I've got my goal, I'm gonna get out of here, I can't wait to recess, I'm hungry, I'm going to sleep, you know. Uh, but but the, the teacher's goal is like, okay, we wanna get this information across. So there are like these nested goals, but, but uh, Jordan Peterson and Dr. Kraft were talking about how when there is a multiplicity of goals, it, it, it's not going to reach the ultimate fulfillment. Actually, what's going to pro be produced is, in varying degrees, confusion. Does that, is that clear? Okay, so what we have the opportunity of doing is, one, if we're, if we're going to make goals, let's make goals that line up with God's goals. Now, this leads us really into the measure, this is why we're talking about it, I'm talking about it here with measuring, because it's like, what's going on inside of me? Like, why am I doing what I'm doing? You know, I'm on my phone looking at something, just stop for a second and say, why am I looking at that? Why, is, is, is that, you know, why am I looking at that? Well, because, you know, I worked all day and I'm tired and I'm just going to zone out. And this is the way I zone out. I don't know if anybody does that. Probably in this room nobody does that. You know, but some people maybe do that, you know what I mean? Or we see one thing, and the next thing you know, a half an hour has passed, and my finger is the only thing getting exercise, right? Oh, no, not you guys, right? So it's a good thing to ask, why am I doing this? And then to think, does this line up with God's goals? Or to start thinking better, I mean, along too, what goals do I have? Like, okay, I, this is now, I've got a good book sitting over here on the table. Why am I looking at this goofy stuff? Yeah. Right? I don't even have TikTok, and yet they're throwing it in my face. You know what I mean? Are you guys okay? Yeah. It's kind of quiet. Okay, so get this. In Psalm 40, verse 8, you don't have to put this up, Ange, because I didn't even give it to you. Uh, Jesus said he delights to do God's will. That's an Old Testament reference about, about referring to Jesus. He delights to do God's will. So Jesus, the Son, like his main goal was to, to do God's will. Can you imagine if we would like make God's goals are goals. Like, what's your goal list? Well, I want to see everybody that's in my sphere of influence as best I can reach their fulfillment. Don't we talk about that? Don't we sing about that? Right? We want to help each other 
come into our fulfillment. That's one of God's goals. Their fulfillment would be what, you know, manifest. What's God, who's God in you? What has God put in you? He did, he put his spirit in us, right? We could get down here and like, you know, we want to see, we want to see each other have fun. I don't want to see, every, I mean, it breaks my heart when I see some of these things that's going on in the world. I'm sure it does yours as well. So Jesus delighted to do God's will. So, you know, if I see Jesus like, you know, writing out a goal list, I'm just imagining, he would, he probably would be just not doing that. Instead, he said, I only do what I see the Father doing. His, he, had, he had fostered and developed his relationship with the Father that he could be pretty much instant in season and out of season. And we think Jesus is like, his goal is like he's one track. Well, yeah, he's, he's like pretty amazing, right? He's going to like, okay, Jairus comes to him and says, you know, my daughter's like at the point of death. Jesus is like, I'll come and heal, him, heal her rather. Uh, and on the way, they get interrupted. Well, Jesus is like, he's cool with that. Even though he let this woman, you know, she, she touched his garment. He, he said, all power, some power, some virtue went out of me. He wouldn't have had to say that. He could have kept on going. But he took advantage of the situation and, and, and helped the, the gal come forward and, you know, basically confess her faith in Jesus. She was healed. You guys remember the story. My point there is Jesus had... He had goals, they, his goals lined up with the Father, but his goals allowed for some interruption and inclusion. See, Jesus, you know, and the Father's goal is including, not excluding. And he could have said, look, I'll get you on the return flight, but he didn't even do that. Jesus delighted to do the, the will of the Father. Jesus said, I am the way. The way, the way kind of implies a, a direction, doesn't it? A, a goal, an aim, a focus. Jesus is like, I'm this way. Walk this way. He'll, he'll lead in the paths, we'll be led in the paths of righteousness. Paul mentioned that. It's not aimless wandering but it's heading forward whenever uh, Mark talked about and, and Ben uh, last week talked about wisdom. We remember there was, you know, wisdom was foundational. Wisdom was forward. There's a, there's a motion, there's a direction to wisdom. And then uh, wisdom is forever. But so that direction implies which direction am I going? Am I aimless? No, we wanna be, you know, focused. That comes into us you know, if we make goals or not. If we, th I, I really think as we start to consider this maybe a little more intentionally about like what's God's goal, let's say make it personal. What's God's goal for you? Today, tomorrow. Let's line up with that, right? I wanna line up with that. So when we start, and this is what Dr. Kreef was, he was getting into this a little bit, and I, it caught my attention and I liked it, because they had a discussion about the uh, multiplicity of goals and how that leads to confusion. And, and Dr. Kreef said, and, and he comes from a Catholic background, and he said, we start with the top goal, and then we, 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 we uh, organize our, our sub-goals to that. And that's why I said, like, pay attention to what you're thinking, to what you're doing, just stop. And we can do that, okay? When we realize the lowest is connected to the highest, this is so good here, really. And I, this is, all, it's not, it's, it's a paraphrase of what I heard Dr. Kreef say, which I, I really like. He said, when we realize the lowest is connected to the highest, Everything takes on a significance viewed as an important part of the grandest, most glorious goal. If our most glorious goal, if God's most glorious goal that we would be one, 
but we're like we're down here kind of scraping along doing our thing trying to figure out life if we can realize that that we've already been included in God's mind in him and that what we're doing is of significance that I have significance you have significance let me just tell speak that over you you guys have significance your life is significant your decisions are meaningful you have value regardless of how you feel at times you're not an accident waiting to happen you're a planned and intentional part of father's grand goal of inclusion and let that significance that sense of significance and value encourage you. I really pray that for you today. There's a story about uh, a guy from, uh, you know, a, a different country was visiting a country in Europe. This was back in the 15th century or something like that earlier. And he came upon these peasants. You guys might have heard this story. And, and uh, they, were, they, were, they had these big wooden sleds and they were dragging stones like through the, through the woods, the muddy paths and whatnot. And, and this uh, visitor, this uh, foreign visitor said, went up to one of the peasants and said, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm trying to get this, you know, damn thing through the mud and, you know, these stones and he's dragging them and he's just cursing and everything, you know. And he asked another fellow, he saw a, a, a guy, you know, another guy, because there was a bunch of them there. He saw another one who was smiling. <laughs> and so the, the visitor went up and said, what are you doing? And the guy said, I'm building a cathedral. Not a damn cathedral. Pardon me? Not, not a damn cathedral. I don't know which one, Paul. Uh. But, but, the, 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 but he saw what he was doing. In the, in the sweaty, grimy moment as having a grand significance. I'm sure teachers will say, I'm raising geniuses, right? So it's how we look at things. Can you see that what you're doing is of significance? So, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to dwell on my nap. I can live without a nap. But I'm, I, I know that God's goal, and it's not the ultimate goal, but it's part of, I feel I'm lining up with that, that I can do, I can be the best me for my wife. I want to be the best me, because I believe if I'm doing that, that's, that's, you know, lining up more closer to what God's plan is. So you guys have significance. Let me see if I got something else. I do have, I don't know, we're pretty close here. Let me see if I got something. You know how I type stuff out and then I, I actually think I did it. Good enough. We could have gone on. Listen, think about God's goals. I think some more. There's really, if we went through it, there's tons of them. Listen, the Bible is a, I believe God's goal, God communicates his goals to us, and he does it in story form, because we like a good story, don't we? And, and the Bible is a storybook that has good stories in it, but there's treasured richness in the pages and in the stories, yes. And I believe that God communicates his goals to us his goals are basically just encouragements like this is, this is where we're going. You know, read Revelation, you know, 21 and 22. And you know what? If you really want to let your mind go, it's like, oh, you know, when we all get to heaven and we're going to kick back and relax. I don't think so because I think we'd get bored with that after a while. You know what I think? We're going to say God's like, yes, now we can get things cooking because all of creation is groaning for you guys to get in gear here. There's other worlds. I, you think God's like, this is, he only has, listen, wisdom is forever, is moving, is moving forward. I just, if anything, I want you guys to get excited about life. 
and realize that you have meaning and God has purpose for you. And if it seems like you're slugging through the mud, you have our sympathy. But let your, let your focus be lifted to the higher goal of who God created you to be, a beautiful person, his child, his son, his daughter, who has meaning and value. You guys want to stand? Father God, thank you. From our hearts, Lord, we give you thanks for creating us intentionally and for putting your spirit within us, Lord. Wow. And Lord, you have purpose for us. Individually, yes, but we're part of a collective whole. We are your children. We are brothers and sisters of the Most High God. So, Father, may, you know, we've already taught, we sang about it. Mark prayed about it. We shared about it, Lord. May your spirit encourage us throughout this upcoming week and days ahead that you look at us with hope and expectancy and meaning that fulfillment is within our reach. It's an ongoing fulfillment. It's not a, a static, stagnant fulfillment. It's an ongoing fulfillment. But there's joy in the journey, Lord, with you. So I just speak blessing over everyone here and their families, those family members that can't be with us wherever. Lord, we speak continued blessing and peace over Monica and her family and others who are grieving, suffering, sorrowing. Lord, may there be just repeated touches of your love and goodness and kindness, Father, throughout this upcoming week and the days and months ahead, Lord. And this year, as we look at, at, at our theme and even as we consider goals specifically here in the days and few weeks ahead, Lord, may we derive and, and, and hit on everything that you wanted us to get as we look at scripture and we, as, as we look to you. May we find you. You said when we seek with all our heart, we'll find. So we give you thanks, Lord, and I just speak blessing over everyone here and those listening. In your name, Jesus, thank you. Amen. Amen. Love you guys. Love you, Kendall. Thank you. Thank you all, really.
World Harvest Outreach is located in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, but we have family around the world. To connect with us, visit us at whocenterpa.com.